Well, hello, good morning. Thank you guys for tuning in. Welcome to Give Me Harmony podcast, mindfulness uh, for your midweek. Happy Wednesday. Um, I just decided to go ahead and talk about a quote that I've seen on Instagram. You know how we all love to scroll down our Instagram page and we read something and we're like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then we post it on our story and drop that knowledge on our followers, friends, family, blah, blah, blah. Um, so let's get right into it. I saw this quote by a man named Adam Grant. Did not know who he was, but I Googled him. And he is an organizational psychologist uh, writing for the New York Times. I guess he's written a bunch of books um, and done some TED Talks, obviously. Really awesome guy. Um, I don't know much more about him, and I do want to find out more and maybe read one of his books. I just got done reading Atomic Habits, which is also... I actually didn't read it. I listened to it on Audible and then um, I decided to buy it because I've seen it at Target on sale. So, and yes, I know it's I saw it, but I am from a certain part of the United States in which we say I seen it. So I seen it. Um, And I went ahead and bought it because it does have a lot of visual uh, materials that go with it that you can use to basically the whole book is about how to set good habits and really make them stick and how basically every good decision or bad decision that you make in your life comes down to your habits and uh like down everything is like literally down to the tiniest little things which is like you know it's the small things that count yeah it is the small things that count um and so, yeah, really good resource if you're looking to make any sort of change in your life. I mean, anything. Especially in the fitness realm, habits are really, really important. There was this um, quote that came up that I kind of have written everywhere in my gym, in my room, in my office, and it is consistency over intensity. And I put in parentheses all day, every day, because it's so true. I think, especially for me, I'm one of those people who's like, I want to do everything. I literally, like, if I see somebody being good at something, I want to be good at it too. Or if I see something like that I really, really enjoy, it's like, oh, I want to learn how to do that. I want to learn how to, you know, speak Italian. I, I speak a little bit of Spanish. I want to learn how to speak Spanish better. I want to learn how to speak French. Um, I want to, you know, obviously hone in on the skills that I already have and get better at them. So I want to be amazing at violin again or, you know, and I also sing. So it's like, oh, I want to take vocal lessons and be like amazing at that. And, and uh, I, I like painting, but I've never had an interest in being like good at it. And I think that's what like painting, why painting is so therapeutic for me, because I don't feel this need to be good at it. So that's amazing. Um, but just, yeah, like all kinds of stuff. I'll read a book. I'll get an idea. Something will spark this. And I'm one of those people, if you can't tell by the way I talk, who's constantly like all over the place. Like I, I, I want to do this, want to do that. You know, jack of all trades, master of none type of person. And so all of this, any, any sort of like anything you pick up or change that you want to make in your life all starts with habits. And it is important to remember consistency over intensity autumn so okay autumn let's let's choose one thing or let's choose a couple things that you can do right now and remain consistent with them otherwise you're not going to see any growth it's kind of like like a kid you're going to pick up all these things and then just throw them out and um this segues into 
this see this happens beautifully this segues right into the um the quote that i wanted to tell you about by adam grant that i saw on instagram and and what i mean by that is being like a child and i think sometimes being like a child can be good and not so good for you and you know me kind of bouncing off the walls with ideas and all these desires and things that I want to do and the things I want to be and how I see myself and blah 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 has been difficult for me I guess childish in the sense of like uh that's kind of how kids are they you, you have to learn as you get older to see things through and so it's like that's one of my challenges based on my personality and kind of how I am but so, so taking that, being like a child, what is it about children that is so special? You know, we could say ignorance. I mean, ignorance is beautiful. Ignorance is bliss. It's curiosity, okay? It's wanting to know what it's like to experience this or do that. And here's Adam Grant's quote. The hallmark of an open mind, not letting your ideas become your identity, Okay. If you define yourself by your opinions, questioning them is a threat to your integrity. That's the second part of it. If you see yourself as a curious person or a lifelong learner, changing your mind is a moment of growth. So obviously that last part is like the bring it all together part of if you see yourself as a curious person or a lifelong learner, changing your mind is a moment of growth. It isn't like an absolute dissolve of who you are as a person. And so let's, let's, let's bounce back to the first part. The hallmark of an open mind, not letting your ideas become your identity. I love that. And I love that for so many different reasons. Like I could really unpack that in so many ways. And it's so, so relevant right now. Um, just kind of like what I said before with everything that I want to do and everything that I want to experience. Those are things that I want to do. Those are things that I want to experience. That is not who I am. Who I am is that person underneath there that wants to do those things and learn those things. So if you kind of, if you think of yourself as, uh, okay, this is real simple, a ball of clay, you can mold yourself to be whatever you want to be and look like. And then, you know, maybe you don't want to be that anymore. So you, you know, squish it back up into the ball and you start again. There's a beautiful thing about that. And boom, here we go. New Year's. A lot of people use the New Year's as an opportunity to put themselves back into that, that ball of clay and reinvent themselves to start over. There's something so amazing about starting fresh. It's, it's just good for you. It gives you a chance to have a blank slate. And, and, and like jump on this adventure that is life, like wherever life wants to take you, just go. So anyways, without me getting too far off topic, not letting your ideas become your identity is a mature thing. Okay. And I think that, well, I know that there are so many people right now, let me slow it down and breathe because I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, there are so many people right now that have so many strong opinions it's crazy to me like stance i'm gonna take a stance on this and although it is important for you to take a stance on things that are important to you and, and that that really means something to you and this and that 
it's crazy to me how people have this strong, strong stance on the smallest things and it's like they're clinging on so tightly to their opinions and their views that there becomes this like culture around us, this cancel culture, that if you don't think like me or see things like me, then mm, get out of my circle or don't exist, period. And it's like, ooh, that is just not good. That's dangerous because like the most, I mean, if, if you think about back in the day, you know, when the United States was just kind of become in the United States or even you just think about um, some of the great thinkers of our time sitting around in a library we're just sitting around together and talking about these ideas you know you think about the the period of enlightenment and stuff like that and you and you have this like explosion of different perspectives of different minds and through these conversations you have all kinds of, of new ways of thinking and being and new possibilities of things happening just from open-mindedness, from conversations, from ideas, from not being afraid to be who you are and think for yourself. And that's a whole other topic that's kind of been on my mind is the whole like think for yourself thing. Because uh, I think a lot of people, like there's 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 two sides to that whole um taking a strong stance thing that I'm talking about right now. There's that whole thing of this is who I am and this is what I believe. And if you're not on board, then get out of my life or don't talk to me or whatever it may be. Um, or I just don't even want you. I really think that you have to use, um, you have to use good judgment with that because there's the other, like the flip side of the, the coin that is not standing for anything. Like literally allowing yourself to be pushed and pulled in any direction and letting other people think for you is so dangerous. Oh my God. Like it, it, <laughs> that's the other issue I think that people have that I notice is it's like, don't be so open-minded to the point where you will allow someone to manipulate you and talk you into circles super dangerous especially in this world of social media and constant information being thrown at you everywhere here and there there are so many people that want to grab your mind for profit okay they want to make you think a certain way feel a certain way and be a certain way for money okay and and so then you become uh really just a product to them you're not a person so i think it's so important to also hold on to your aut autonomy as a person for that purpose. But going back to the quote, um, we just talked about hallmark of an open mind, not letting your ideas become your identity. That doesn't mean that you can't have values. That doesn't mean that you can't have uh, the same ideas as someone else. Okay? That it doesn't mean that you can't, uh, disagree still, even after an open-minded conversation. All right. It's just reminding you that second part, if you define yourself by your opinions, opinions, questioning them is a threat to your integrity. So you have to remember that opinions are opinions. The way that you think and feel about something is not the way that everyone should think and feel about it. Sorry. Because you have a different set of experiences. 
you were brought up differently. Um, I mean, you might be talking about a male versus a female or a young person versus an old person. I mean, they, they, you're experiencing so many different, like you're experiencing life from such a different lens than the, the next person that your opinions are going to be so much different than the person next to you. But that's like the beautiful thing too, right? I mean, I'm talking about, I'm talking about things that, that people, you have to be thinking about all the time. This is beautiful. It's like supposed to be this like, you know, the many colors of the rainbow um, existing among differing opinions. It, it's not always easy, but it's beautiful. Okay. So talking about questioning them is a threat to your integrity. If you define yourself by your opinions, your integrity, what's your integrity? Okay. How, how would I, how would I technically define integrity? Because I don't, I, I could say like, my idea of what integrity is, but I, I do want the the official definition here, so I'm gonna look it up. Integrity, obviously a noun, the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles. Okay, um, the state of being whole and undivided. Okay, so let's think about that. What really pops out to me is the state of being whole and undivided. So if you are defining yourself by the way that you see things, by your perspective, and you're so stuck to your perspective, that if somebody questions anything about what you think or believe, then you're split, okay? Because your integrity is like this sense of self, whole, morality, blah, 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 upstanding. Um, it's saying that although being committed to what you believe as far as morals is important. Okay, it does give you integrity. Unpacking that, reversing that, if you allow that, that same thing to define who you are, then somewhat like a differing opinion or a differing perspective can literally, or has the potential to literally split you apart. Okay, so you constantly, you, life is an ebb and flow. You have to constantly be moving in and out of things, up and down, considering all things. And there's a season for everything. So I think that life has a way of testing and challenging what we think we know, what we think we understand. And if we refuse to move with the ebb and flow of life, with that curiosity of a child, then we can't really experience growth. And we stay stuck in one, one uh, version of ourselves, one part of our life. And man, that is depressing. That is really depressing. I mean, seriously, who wants to eat the same meal every day for the rest of their life? I mean, some people do, but literally you don't, you know? And, and, and even though you might tell yourself, because that's the way the brain is, that you're comfortable with eating the same thing every day for the rest of your life, maybe you're really not, okay? So without going down that rabbit hole, let's just close it all up with the last part. If you see yourself as a curious person or a lifelong learner, 
And I like that word, lifelong learner, because if you're learning, if you're always learning, you're always growing. And if you're not growing, you're dead. Okay, you might be breathing and blinking and sleeping and eating and shitting, um, but you're not alive. So if you if you see yourself as you know with curiosity and constantly learning, then changing your mind is a moment of growth. It's not this whole like, oh my god, like identity crisis. Like, oh my god, I always thought that this, and no, I think it might be this, and now I'm falling apart. Like, there has to be some part of you that is malleable enough to move in the direction that universe, God, life wants to take you. And so kind of closing up this conversation, because really, this is, this is, the, this is the beautiful part about life. There's a message. There's always a message for you. You particularly, specifically, solely, uniquely, you. There's a message. And the message seems to change. But if you pay attention to your intuition, which is that little voice in your gut, it guides you. Okay? It talks to you. Um, it's not like little voices in your head, but through, um, through consciousness. I mean, the difference between you and uh an animal or and you know this perspective could be different among people but this is my perspective you know that you're here you're aware of the journey you're aware of it and you could say that maybe animals and plants and this and that are aware of it as well just maybe in a different way and blah 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 but what i'm saying here out of all of this is that there's always a message okay for me there was a period of time in my life in the very first kind of like message that I always heard and 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 they kind of come back um and revisit me and I think the message that we hear is usually based on what we struggle with um what's what kind of hardships have been created by our situations our circumstances or you know or you could see them as whatever challenges have been set out to shape us into who we are supposed to be to the collective consciousness to the world around us um, the very first message that was really strong that I remember hearing is let go, let go. And, you know, I, I, I'm getting better as I get older, but especially as a child, I was very anxious. Okay. Always. I had an oral fixation. I sucked my thumb until I was like in third, fourth grade and it was embarrassing. I hated it. Um, picked up my nails, just little things, um, constantly just stomach clenched and just nervous. And what it was, was I had this, whatever you want to call it, I had this trauma or I had this, this ability from a young age to see and understand things at a more developed level because of trauma. And, um, I was kind of, I care, I'm an empath, so I care so much about the people that I love and, and just the people around me. I love so many people that I was just like a mess all the time because I felt like I somehow needed to be in control of everything in order to feel safe, in order to feel okay, in order to feel like the people that I love and care about are not going to hurt. And so I... I would constantly, it felt like, have this grip 
Like, like my, my teeth are clenched and my hands are clenched and I'm, I'm just, uh, you know, a ball of, of anxiety all the time. And so let go. I'd hear that. And I don't mean like, like literally let go, you know, out of the sky. It was like just this feeling and this nudging in my spirit of like, dude, you need to relax. You know, and I knew that. But it wasn't like an overnight thing like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'm going to relax real quick. It doesn't happen like that. So there were these different um, experiences that I would have that that kind of uh, reinstilled that message again. And um, in different ways. Like when I was... a, a 10 years old, I went to live with my dad and his wife at the time and my two younger brothers and they were in church and no Wesley. And, um, you know, I'd hear it, I'd hear it from a Christian perspective, you know, like God saying to me, lay your burdens down at my feet. And I have a crazy story about that too. Crazy story about that. Um, but we didn't even get into that. And then, you know, there were, we let, you know, when I got older and I became a woman, um, I decided not to go that path, but I still was connected within myself spiritually. And I remember being kind of at this crossroads as a person in my mid twenties. And, um, I remember crying my eyes out and just being like, and I, and I don't know if I've heard a lot of people say this, and I think a lot of people get to this point in their life of like, God, well, are you real? Like, where, where are you? Like, what? I, I can hear you. I can hear you speaking to me. I can, I can feel that I'm not alone. And, but I don't know. I'm so conflicted within myself. Like, I, I don't, I don't know. And this kind of goes back to the quote too. But um, I remember being in New York in Scurn Lake, and I was staying at this hotel. Uh, but well, it was like, it, it was, a an inn type of thing. And it was owned by the guy that my mom was dating at the time. And there was a top balcony and it kind of wrapped around the, both sides of the, the inn and all around the front, obviously. And it was immaculate, beautiful. I mean, the mountains, the view of the mountains that you got from going up there was just beautiful. Dead winter. Okay. It's like four or five in the morning. I had no reason to be up that early. I wasn't doing anything. I'm wa- I walk out onto that front porch and I remember looking up at the sky, throwing my head back and being like, God, just tell me who you are. Like, who are you? Are you there? Show me. And I just remember like, this was crazy. It was like the, cl- and this sounds like dramatic but it it was it was literally like the clouds were covering the sun you know how they how they do and they moved they moved out from the from in front of the sun and then the sun kind of just was there boom bright and everything coming up from behind the mountains and it was just I mean I I couldn't paint it for you it's like forever burned in my mind and um I just remember like hearing I'm everything you know, the energy is crazy in here. But yeah, I, I just remember looking up and being like, 
God, who are you? Where are you? Like, like, give me something. Because I was in a low point. It was in a seriously low point as a person. And I remember just hearing, I am everything. And here they are barking. And that was just a, it, that was just a crazy moment for me because um, I just understood. Like, it wasn't even like, it, it, it was literally three words. And I understood. And um, I don't really know where I was going with that. I just thought it was really important to, you know, kind of explain to you how necessary it is for you to be in tune with yourself, okay? But don't take yourself so seriously that you're not willing to come outside of yourself. And don't lose that sense of curiosity that will... Um, that will keep you from experiencing life on a childlike level. Um, keep you from wanting to learn something new all the time. Because that's, that's the beautiful part about life. Like just going out and experiencing, doing the things that you're afraid of doing. Like facing yourself um, and connecting with something higher. Whatever that may be. Like You'll realize that in, in this journey called life um <clears throat> connecting with something higher or going after and that's connecting with something higher is doing the things that uh, fulfill you as a person and wanting to learn something new um, being curious about things you'll find yourself there that's where your consciousness is your co your your consciousness is where you're going really um and that's the whole, and, and we can really get into this more maybe next podcast or one of the podcasts coming up, but that's the whole thing of um, self-actualization. That's the whole process. It's kind of like climbing this ladder to your highest consciousness. And there's so many ways you can get there. Um, Give Me Harmony supports a lot of that. And that's why Give Me Harmony is here. And I think that's why it was important for me to tell you that story is that shortly thereafter, after that experience that I had in Scroon Lake, um, Give Me Harmony was born. And this whole journey of trying to share what I was experiencing, have experienced, and am experiencing with the collective consciousness became so, so obvious that, hold on a minute, there are people that need to hear this. There are people out there that are just doing and existing and surviving and they're just a part of a machine and they don't realize how important they are, how important their journey is to the rest of us, okay? Because we all need each other. And so um, thank you so much for joining me this morning. There is not going to be a video uh, with this podcast because I have not been feeling well and... Um, I'm not in the best state right now. Also, I am waiting on my green screen. So I do want to have a nice little background set up for you guys. And I uh, want it to be visually pleasing um, when you tune in. So thank you guys so much again for um, taking the time to listen. And I hope that somewhere in this conversation, something has been sparked in you that's kind of already been speaking to you. Or, um, you know, maybe this is just something you needed to hear. And if you, you keep this at the forefront of your mind, uh, which is what mindfulness is, 
um, you'll start to recognize and notice that everything around you connected. Tune in next Wednesday at 10 a.m. for your midweek mindfulness practice brought to you by Give Me Harmony.